Hi, this is Ezra Engel, and you're listening to The Voice, reading Mark chapter 5 for Friday. They went across the lake to the region of the Gerasenes. When Jesus got out of the boat, a man with an evil spirit came from the tombs to meet him. This man lived in the tombs, and no one could bind him any more, not even with a chain. For he had often been chained hand and foot, but he tore the chains apart and broke the irons on his feet. No one was strong enough to subdue him. Night and day, among the tombs and in the hills, he would cry out and cut himself with stones. When he saw Jesus from a distance, he ran and fell on his knees in front of him. He shouted at the top of his voice, What do you want with me, Jesus, son of the Most High God? Swear to God that you won't torture me. For Jesus had said to him, Come out of this man, you evil spirit. Then Jesus asked him, What is your name? My name is Legion, he replied, for we are many. And he begged Jesus again and again not to send them out of the area. A large herd of pigs was feeding on the nearby hillside. The demons begged Jesus, Send us among the pigs. Allow us to go into them. He gave them permission, and the evil spirits came out and went into the pigs. The herd, about two thousand in number, rushed down the steep bank into the lake and were drowned. Those tending the pigs ran off and reported this in the town and countryside and the people went out to see what had happened. When they came to Jesus, they saw the man who had been possessed by the legion of demons, sitting there, dressed, and in his right mind, and they were afraid. Those who had seen it told the people what had happened to the demon-possessed man, and told about the pigs as well. Then the people began to plead with Jesus to leave their region. As Jesus was getting into the boat, the man who had been demon-possessed begged to go with him. Jesus did not let him, but said, Go home to your family and tell them how much the Lord has done for you, and how he has had mercy on you. So the man went away and began to tell in the Decapolis how much Jesus had done for him, and all the people were amazed. When Jesus had again crossed over by boat to the other side of the lake, a large crowd gathered around him while he was by the lake. Then one of the synagogue rulers, named Jairus, came there. Seeing Jesus, he fell at his feet and pleaded earnestly with him, My little daughter is dying. Please come and put your hands on her so that she will be healed and live. So Jesus went with him. A large crowd followed and pressed around him. And a woman was there who had been subject to bleeding for twelve years. She had suffered a great deal under the care of many doctors and had spent all she had. Yet instead of getting better, she grew worse. When she heard about Jesus, she came up behind him in the crowd and touched his cloak. Because she thought, If I just touch his clothes, I will be healed. Immediately her bleeding stopped, and she felt in her body that she was freed from her suffering. At once, Jesus realized that power had gone out from him. He turned around in the crowd and asked, Who touched my clothes? You see people crowding against you, his disciples answered, and yet you can ask, Who touched me? But Jesus kept looking around to see who had done it. Then the woman, knowing what had happened to her, came and fell at his feet, and, trembling with fear, told him the whole truth. He said to her, Daughter, your faith has healed you. Go in peace and be freed from your suffering. While Jesus was still speaking, some men came from the house of Jairus, the synagogue ruler. Your daughter is dead, they said. Why bother the teacher anymore? Ignoring what they said, Jesus told the synagogue ruler, Don't be afraid, just believe. He did not let anyone follow him except Peter, James, and John, the brother of James. When they came to the home of the synagogue ruler, Jesus saw a commotion, with people crying and wailing loudly. He went in and said to them, Why all this commotion and wailing? The child is not dead but asleep. But they laughed at him.
After he put them all out, he took the child's father and mother and the disciples who were with him, and went in where the child was. He took her by the hand and said to her, Talitha Kaum, which means, Little girl, I say to you, get up. Immediately the girl stood up and walked around. She was twelve years old. At this they were completely astonished. He gave strict orders not to let anyone know about this, and told them to give her something to eat. Mark chapter 5 In the first story about the demon-possessed man, uh, when Jesus was casting the legion of demons out of him, it's interesting that the interaction between Jesus and the demons, in that he gave them a form of mercy by saying, yes, you can go into the herd of pigs. And it's also interesting that the, uh, the people in that region asked Jesus to leave, probably concerned that they'd lost their herd of pigs. And um, maybe they were just scared of anyone who could bring someone into his right mind that had been difficulty in dealing with for their community. And in the next story about the sick woman with the, uh, the medical bills and, and whatnot that made her destitute, she was healed by her faith in Jesus, even though Jesus apparently wasn't sure who touched his clothes. He knew what happened, and he gave her a chance to come clean. And, and really, it makes sense, because, you know, what good is a miracle if it doesn't bring glory to God? And so that was an opportunity there for God to be glorified. And also for the synagogue ruler who had the dead child, that um, it's interesting that Jesus put everyone else out of the room, the people who had no faith, who laughed at Jesus when he said, she's only sleeping, she's not dead. And he just had the people around who apparently had faith that he could he could heal the child. And um, so the takeaways I get from this is that the healing of, of God can only come to those who have faith. There's not a guarantee that if you have faith that that's God's will to heal. But if it is God's will to heal, it will be paired with someone who has faith. And that's encouraging on one level, and it's also challenging because um, I have trouble with faith times where I, I'm always kind of considering plan B and, you know, what if what if it's not God's will? And uh, so it's an area to work. So re- I really just need to notice the miracles are around me that are happening and meditate on those in prayer. Thanks again for listening to The Voice.